Welcome to the Restless Hearts Podcast, the podcast dedicated to spiritual reflections and conversations about our journey together as human beings. I'm Father Ray DeLugos, an Augustinian friar serving at Maramac College as the Vice President for Mission and Ministry. This episode of the Restless Hearts Podcast includes the proclamation of the gospel and my homily for the 14th Sunday in Ordinary Time on July 3rd, 2022. You can view the full liturgy of the word for this Sunday under daily readings at usccb.org. My sisters and brothers, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. At that time, the Lord appointed 72 others who he sent ahead of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money back, no sack, no sandals, and greet no one along the way. Into whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you. For the laborer deserves his payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand for you. Whatever town you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, the dust of your town that clings to our feet, even that we shake off against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God is at hand. I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom on that day than for that town. The 72 returned rejoicing and said, Lord, even the demons are subject to us because of your name. Jesus said, I have observed Satan fall like lightning from the sky. Behold, I have given you the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and upon the full force of the enemy and nothing will harm you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice because the spirits are subject to you but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. The gospel of the Lord. I have observed Satan fall like lightning from the sky. Jesus says in response to the joy and excitement of the disciples, acknowledging that even the demons were subject to them, those insignificant, weak, poor people who never experienced a great deal of power in their lives. But even the demons were subject to them because of his name. And yet, Jesus knows that the kingdom of God will take more than just conquering the demons. Indeed, 
That's the easy part. The hard part of proclaiming the kingdom of God is to be able for the values of the kingdom of God to be seen in contrast to values that sound really good, but are really enslaving and destructive to the human community. Some writers have called this the kingdom of Satan, contrasting what Jesus proclaims as the kingdom of God with what already existed as typical and normal, acceptable, and just the way it's supposed to be. So, for example, in the reign of God, everyone matters, starting with the last, the least, and the littlest. The children are the most important. Women, the poor, outcasts, strangers, even those considered unclean and impure religiously, they come first because they are the most vulnerable and most in need of protection, safety, love. But in the reign of Satan, people are ranked into a hierarchy of who matters more than who, starting with the strong, claiming that they're necessary to protect the weak, starting with those who are included and those excluded don't matter starting with hierarchies that are based on all kinds of strange characteristics, like the color of skin or the place and position in society that were granted. In the reign of Satan, not everyone matters. And certainly some matter more than others. In the reign of God, everyone matters. And those that matter the least in the kingdom of Satan matter the most in the reign of God. In the king reign of God, it's the Beatitudes that tell us who is truly blessed. The poor in spirit, those who mourn, the meek, those who are hungry for justice and righteousness, those who show mercy, clean of heart, the peacemakers, the persecuted, the insulted. These are signs of God's blessings and God's grace. While in the reign of Satan, it's just assumed that those who are healthy and wealthy are the ones who are blessed. While sickness and poverty are signs of God's curse and disfavor. In the reign of God, we are called to see how much we are alike with everyone, regardless of their relationship to us including our enemies. We're called to seek this communion of friendship where we all matter to one another. In the reign of Satan, the world is divided into groups claiming our exclusive loyalty. If you're not with us, you're against us. That includes families, Includes tribes, nations, gangs, whether those gangs are called Crips and Bloods or Republicans and Democrats, it doesn't matter. When a group claims our exclusive loyalty, 
and says that we matter and therefore everyone else doesn't. We are to be trusted and no one else is. We are the winners and everyone else are the losers. That is a sign that the reign of Satan, not the reign of God, is in charge of our hearts and our minds. And in the reign of God, the sign of true power, real authority, real strength, is humble service to others for the sake of others and not for ourselves. In the reign of Satan, power is the ability to get others to do what we want them to do, regardless of the cost. And in the, in the reign of God, there are laws, there are rules, not anything goes. But the purpose of laws in the reign of God is to set us free for love. The purpose of laws in the reign of Satan are to control and dominate others so that they do what we think they should do. And in the reign of God, conflict and disagreement will arise. It will arise wherever two or three are gathered. But in the reign of God, conflict and disagreements are invitations to listening more deeply. And conflict is ultimately resolved through understanding, forgiveness, and love. While in the reign of Satan, conflict and disagreements are invitations to violence, power, persuasion, and diminishing another. So Jesus sends the 72 out to proclaim that the reign of God is here. They meet some resistance in the form of demons. But I wonder if the real resistance to the reign of God and its values of solidarity and equality, of love and forgiveness, of listening and welcome, accepting grace aren't the demons but minds and hearts that have been shaped and formed by the values of the reign of Satan in very insidious ways telling us convincingly that some are better than others and that's the way it's supposed to be that if you're not for us you're against us and therefore are our enemies meant to be defeated. That if you are poor and sick, you are God's cursed. But if you are wealthy and well, you are God's blessed. And that conflict and disagreements are invitations to dominance and power and control. And so on this weekend in which our nation celebrates its birthday, Perhaps we are invited as disciples of Jesus to take a look at ourselves and see if in however we are living our lives, we are being invited, called, shaped and formed by the values of the reign of God, or if the values of the reign of Satan, perhaps very much without our knowing it or willing it or wanting it, 
have more influence over, over us than we care to admit.